Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans for fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, Brewer fans, thank you for tuning in to Brew Crew Review Podcast. With me is Vince and Scott. This is Craig, and the Brewers are going back to the postseason. Um, we just finished off. Um, that was the champagne two man. victory over. There's a little bit of champagne. Scott's popping. Nine-two victory over the Cincinnati Reds to punch our ticket to the postseason. What are your guys' thoughts on yep. this? Well, I'm not opposed. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, awesome. a pretty pretty great night, guys. This is uh, what the sixth time in franchise history that the Brewers have have made the postseason, so it'll be really exciting. And, and um, I think it is worth pointing out that there still is um, some things to be determined. The Brewers uh, still have a chance at the division uh, with four games yet to play. So uh, we're, we're not yet determined what we're going to be doing next week, whether it's going to be a one-game series in the wild card or if it's going to be a, a division-winning team here in 2019. And if it is a wild card, where is it going to be? And if there are any games at Miller Park, Going forward, I will be there, hopefully. Yeah, at this fact, point, I, all teams in the National League have been at least decided in terms of who's going to be in the playoffs. It's a matter of which position. So um, if the Brewers are the wild card, they'll be playing against the Washington Nationals, but it's uh, not to be determined yet between Washington and Milwaukee as far as the location goes. But let's hope that the Brewers win the division. I'd love to avoid that one-and-done one uh, playoff scenario. Absolutely. So, chat on? Um, Chad is, Chad is, he's not on, he's, he's on location, um, getting his own reporting and celebrating. So, he's doing great. Okay. Great. Possibly great. at the drunk uncle. Good, good possibility. <laughs> so, let's take a, let's take a rewind just for three short weeks ago. I think it was September 6th, the Brewers had opened a four-game series against Chicago Cubs. And uh, I remember thinking we'd have to win that series at least three or four, if not sweep it, to keep any chance of the postseason alive. Uh, we ended up dropping that first game. I know Carlos Schwarber had like a grand slam or whatever, and uh, I was pretty downtrodden at the end of that, that game. Um, I believe at that time the Brewers, after that loss, the Brewers were seven and a half games behind the Cardinals in the division and five games behind the Cubs. Three short weeks later, in an incredible 17-2 and two stretch for the last 19 games has propelled uh, the Brewers into the postseason, an unbelievable run. Uh, we are somehow now six games ahead of the Chicago Cubs for the second wild card, and we've now secured our postseason berth and officially eliminated the Chicago Cubs with tonight's win. So unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, there's not there's not a better word to describe it. Um, it just seems like this month, and, and September of last year was crazy as well. I did check back on the stats and. September and I guess a game in October where the Brewers were 20 and seven in the regular season uh, in 2018. So it's, it's remarkable that Craig council, you know, is able to get the guys to play their best baseball in the month where it counts the most. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I know that we, we both, well, we all 
had said, you know, previously that if this team could just kind of hang around and weather like the tough parts of their schedule and weather the injuries and get healthy and get hot, we could potentially make a big run in the last three weeks of the year. And I, I know that we said that and we, we had said it several times leading up to it, but I don't think anyone could have ever thought that we would go 17 and two. It's absolutely ridiculous. So I, I mean, hats off to the team. Like, unbelievable like, resilience. And everyone's stepped up. I mean, um, obviously, we've mentioned and everyone's well aware of that on September 10th, Chris and Yelich are MVP, NL MVP last year and probably top finishing NL MVP candidate this year. Um, went down with a broken kneecap for the remainder of this season. And I think. In spite of the hope at that time, I think a lot of our fans are like, well, there goes our, our chance. We just swept the Cubs and got the easy Marlins here to play, but now Yelich is down, and what else can we do? Uh, well, the troops have rallied around that, you know, headed by Braun wearing Yelich's jersey underneath his, um, and the Brewers have just stepped up. And, I mean, winning is contagious, and uh, obviously Craig Council deserves a ton of credit for his – I guess, wizardry of mastering the use of his full September rosters, both last year and this year. And uh, I, I read something that he had actually said to uh, Zach Davies before his, I think, September 1st start that uh, starting from this point forward, we're going to be managing the pitching well differently and don't expect to go more than two times through the lineup. Um, and so it's that strategy has really kind of paid off and it shows that the acquisitions of guys like um, Drew Pomeranz at the trade deadline that, that uh, you know, Stern's acquiring those guys really was, was a plan that Council and him, um, you know, came up with to try to, you know, strengthen our bullpen for a run like this. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. The deadline was, you know, kind of widely ridiculed, I think, by some fans at the time. And it was not really something that, you know, I, I don't think many people were very excited about acquiring Ray Black or Drew Pomeranz or uh, George Miles. And, uh, you know, I, something about what David Stearns knows compared to the rest of the fan base is pretty impressive because the guys that he acquires at the deadline always seem to come through. Uh, it's happened several years in a row. So I think he's definitely earned the benefit of the doubt at this point from, from Brewers fans. And I think one other thing that we were talking about um, you know, Craig Council, I think that he is a definite, uh, I won't say a shoe-in, but I think he he should be the strongest candidate for National League Manager of the Year this year as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it was pretty amazing how this team actually got, like, so much bang for the buck at the trade deadline without actually having to mortgage, um, you know, a big part of our future, which is so important as a small market. I mean, that farm system is, is worth a lot more to us than it is to some of those bigger markets, but um, also wanted to point out really quick that the big hit uh, tonight, first inning grand slam by Ryan Braun and 11 years ago to the day, uh, I believe we were all out um, drinking after work in the Miller Park parking lot when uh, Ryan Braun hit a walk-off grand slam uh, against Pittsburgh that eventually uh, helped that 2008 Brewer team make the wild card. So um, the guy just, like, like Vince has said many times now in this podcast, the guy just it just always comes through in the, in the big moments. Yeah, I, I love the guy. And um, just for the record, Scott, I don't think that you waited until after work that day, just just to be clear. 
Oh no, it's definitely there. I thought at first that oh to drink. Yeah. Oh no 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 I didn't I had to I had to pregame it but technically it's not pregaming if you're at work and the game's going on right so I think we're fine. Weren't you drinking before work that day too? I mean, kind of the pregame for the pregame. Well, that was pregaming, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Win some, you lose some. Neither, neither here nor there. Let's not let's not get into the semantics of it all at this point. I was very superstitious, and I realized that I had had a drink uh, before, during, and after every brew win all season. So, <laughs> although the losses as well, but uh, you know that's okay. You know, we were young ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can you do? I think I think your point being is that we still have a shot at the division, but what's great is that the Brewers are still playing for something. I think that's a big deal because, um, like you were pointing out, the momentum thing is huge, and the Brewers could easily, you know, I think, or any team, once you clinch a, a postseason berth, it's a little easy to let your guard down, maybe not play quite at the same level as you were when you're trying to clinch that spot. But the Brewers are definitely still playing for something. So that division title means a lot when you're talking about the difference being a five-game series or a one-game. Uh, series, so I, I think that that's a huge motivating factor yet this week, and uh, I'm sure that the Brewers are going to come back, you know, to play a, a game three in Cincinnati and a weekend series against the Rockies, kind of at that same level of uh, intensity because of the fact that we're still chasing the Cardinals, and you know, I, I don't know if it's a quite a 50-50 chance, but we've got a, a pretty decent chance of catching the Cardinals in the division, and it would be uh, it, I, it, that would be unbelievable when you talk about where the Brewers were just a month ago. Um, not only to make a playoff a spot like we did tonight, but to be able to catch the Cardinals in the division would be incredible. Yeah, I think it, it would be absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, the Cardinals in their own right, um, obviously they, they got pretty hot in the second half too to, uh, to really um, come out of nowhere and take the lead in this division. However, there was another team that if you think back just one week ago – had uh, a slightly better or uh, maybe the exact same record as us. And that team is now uh, sitting, well, they're, they're already eliminated. And that would be your Chicago Cubs. Well, somebody's Chicago Cubs, I'm sure as hell not ours. But, um, I mean, that team really just fell apart. I know the injuries were a part of it. But, um, I mean, you know, this Brewers team obviously had injuries too, and they stepped up. So, um, really, really proud of this team. I mean, you would look at the at the payroll, the Cubs being second highest payroll in baseball, I believe. Just a massive group of underachievers both last year and this year, and I'm sure it's going to cost Joe Man his job. But really, Mr. GMDOT, um Theo Epstein is also very much to blame for um, making signings like you know Hugh Darvish or trading away really quality young players for someone like Jose Quintana. And obviously this year signing being the only team in baseball willing to give Craig Krimble a three-year contract, um, and that's blowing up in their faces. So They hung on to Addison Russell despite all of his issues. Um, I mean, they, they really, wow, they just fell apart. Not requiring yeah. any reason to wear clothes in the clubhouse. Just ridiculous. Well, and, and uh, you know, guys who have signed a massive contracts, not just you, Darvish, but also guys like Jason Hayward, not coming through like they expected them to. I mean, these guys are being paid like superstars, and they're not playing like superstars. 
Um, but hey, more power to the Brewers. I actually, and and it could be crazy, but I I actually look at the Brewers as being, um, you know, such a positive story. It's not even about the Cubs playing as bad as they did. It's just about the Brewers playing as well as they have, and and it's a continuous story here because it happened last season as well. That game one sixty three is still a pretty strong memory for me. And I think that uh, the Brewers just proved again that they are a better team on the field uh, than the Cubs, and not just because the Cubs, you know, are having problems, but because the Brewers are actually the better team. And, and I think you're right, Vance. The Cubs even would have went like 500 in the last eight games rather than lose all of them. The Brewers would have still beat them out for the wild card. So um, right. the bottom line, the Brewers are super hot right now, and they're probably going to be a better club than the Chicago Cubs for the second straight season. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, I sincerely hope that we're going to be able to do another podcast in the very near future, and I hope it has to do with popping champagne once again. I mean, um, like you said, there's still a lot left in in just, you know, a handful of games left in the season uh, that still needs to be determined. So, I mean, if if everything goes our way, who knows? I mean, we could get out of this wild card, or maybe we're hosting a game, maybe we're hosting a series. Like, could be pretty awesome. Well, yeah, I've already purchased exactly. a couple of tickets to the wild card game, but I'd be more than happy to swap them out for uh, game, the first uh, home game of the NLDS if we can win out the division. That'd be awesome. So, and, and Scott, I know that you were mentioning that uh, you wanted to give some shout out uh, and some opportunity to kind of um, highlight some of our Twitter followers and what their reactions were to the Brewers punching their ticket to the postseason for 2019. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rattle these off as fast as I can. So if I get the name wrong or anything like that, or if I shorten it, like don't feel too bad. Uh, but definitely want to thank these guys. I mean, we just posted this like a little bit ago, and it was overwhelming uh, response. But just ask people how they felt about this Brewer team in five words or or less. So here we go. Um, Jill says my crew is my life. Uh, Laura, nothing compares to you. Uh, <laughs> Packer fan, Brewer Cram. He just gave a thumbs up. I'm still going to throw it out there, though. Um, this is what's going to unfortunately make me have to remember to mark this as an explicit episode. Uh, Bryce T says, win the whole fucking thing. I couldn't agree more. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Mark says, stop partying, win tomorrow. Uh, Bradley Fingers mustache. Braun, please father my kids. Um, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Billionaire Mark Antonazio, Council is a genius. Uh, no argument here. Uh, Brew Crew Jeff. Uh, we're in this together. Um, Brew Maths, uh, always posting great stuff. Uh, he just said, uh, going to repeat as central champs. Uh, very optimistic, and I hope he's right. Um, <laughs> Treffenwitz said, Sooner save the season. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> Junk, Junkback Singer said, uh, September Braun is best Braun. Uh, absolutely. Uh, landmark yowie wowie what a ride uh dominic rallying around a downed fighter uh in christian yelich that's awesome um tomas said uh, uh berserker at bats birth postseason births um that was a lot but pretty clever uh ben gamble fan club uh happy the mariners traded him <laughs> So uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Uh, Brewer Girl 22 said, I couldn't be prouder. Uh, Craig Council, uh, Moy says, Braun is still my dad. Uh, Brewtown Packers just wrote hot, 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 hot. Um, absolutely. 
Big Tasty, Electric October Vibes, uh, Nicholas Winter, Marvelous. Hunter says, uh, bring it, LA. Love that. Uh, Maddie says, still great, even without Yelly. Uh, Tyler says, we'll never forget 2019. It's already such a memorable year. Uh, Sticks for MVP says, I'm in love. Christine says, just keep winning in Craig Timber. Now, I'm not sure if she's referring to Craig Council there or, or Craig, our co-host. So uh, it's probably a double entendre. Uh, just oh, yeah. Um, Omega I have actually had a pretty good September myself. <laughs> uh, and all Fred, the other months as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Omega Fred says, brewed for October. Spliff says, City loves his team. And Zach Bellman said, inspired by their fight. So thank you guys all so much uh, for participating. Sorry I didn't give you too much of a notice, but we had an overwhelming response. Um, and hope you guys are, are listening to this podcast. And thanks again for joining us on, um, on this podcast, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever the hell else we are. Um, thank you so much. Oh, there was one in the one. Yeah, there was one additional do, uh, one that came in. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Came in kind of late uh, from T. Hartnacord and said, just that Yellow's injury means Brewer's done. Just five mm. words. Good job. Uh, mm. Must be a journalist. But uh, anyway. Yeah, our, um, coll- our colleagues on the right away. I'm not sure if he actually really followed the Brewers unless he's been at work or something. I'm not sure. Um Anyway, so, um, but yeah, for the, for the most part, uh, really pumped up about the Brewers going to the playoffs, and uh, I feel like this is a team with nothing to lose, and, uh, you know, they're, I feel like they're kind of on borrowed time, um, and, and I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this this October. Hey, Scott, did you get a did you get a five-word response to your tweet, or the intern's tweet from our uh, anonymous source, Tom Carter? Um, actually, I did. It says... Uh... More work for me. Awesome. <laughs> so. Didn't he, and then did he sign it, Tom Carter? Or, uh, how did he, how did he write um, his name? What's his Twitter handle again? Just anonymous. Anonymous source Tom Carter at twitter.com or whatever. I'm not sure what is what the Twitter handle is. I don't have it in front of me, but I assume it's either T. Carter or Tom C. As he does want it to be anonymous. So. Um, oh, that makes I'll, sense then. But. You know, he, I mean, it's fine. He tried to tell me that he's not the anonymous. Every anonymous that's listed on the internet, that's not him. But I know that he's he's just trying to be humble. That is actually him. So, hmm, interesting. Awesome, man! What a year, guys! Let's keep it going. Uh, Definitely. Let's. Yeah, it's not over yet, guys. Let's, uh, let's do this. <clears throat> And hopefully we can uh, have another podcast from you here, uh, maybe Sunday evening, um, as the Brewers kind of finalize where they're headed to um, for the postseason and uh, a little preview of their first playoff game and all that good stuff. So uh, definitely check back. Yeah, definitely um, keep checking out the podcast and check out some of the great ones that we had in the past. Like we got some really good ones posted up by former Milwaukee Brewer players. Um, each one of those interviews is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and not only that, but like once this season's over, like don't think it's just because the, the baseball season is over. Don't think the podcast season is because um, we'll have even more um, rumblings and um, rumors from like all over the web, including from our anonymous source, Tom Carter, uh, who can give us some of the, um, some of the inside scoops. So 
um, should be absolutely awesome. And certainly it's going to be better than, you know, where you get from some of the other places. I mean, there's some certain beat reporters that have absolutely no clue what's going on. And you know, we got the inside track on them. So keep it here. Yeah. And we'll be back with some player interviews once the Brewer season is done. So after the World Series, um, we've got a couple lined up and in the docket. So we're excited to bring you those, but not too excited yet because we've got a lot of baseball yet to cover this, uh, this postseason. All right, well, stay classy, Chicago, um, and let's go Brewers. All right, go Brewers, guys. Stay classy. Go Brewers. Dun, 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 dun.